Hi, my name's Steph Tranter. Welcome to my podcast. I'm a coach and in these podcasts I talk about the techniques that I use in my coaching programs where I work with people either on a one-to-one basis or as part of an online group. I mainly coach directors and senior leaders in organisations who have found themselves at a bit of a crossroads in their career. They often feel that they can contribute more or do a bigger role, but somehow something's holding them back. The thing is, our conversations are never just about their career. In this podcast, I'd like to talk about what, in my opinion, is the most important piece of information you ever need to know when dealing with stress. The first thing to say is, though, that stress is very natural and necessary. We need a certain amount of stress to get us up in the morning. Yet stress can easily build to an unhealthy and harmful level and can quickly be one of the main factors that stops us being resilient or progressing our careers. Understanding more about how and why stress happens in the brain will enable us to manage it better. And there are two key parts of our brains that are relevant to stress. Number one the limbic system. This is the oldest part of our brain from an evolution perspective and is associated with our emotions. It determines how you feel and drives your behaviour, often without us realising it. It's also hypersensitive and hypervigilant, so we'll react to the smallest of things. I think we've probably all got a few people in our lives like that, haven't we? But everything the limbic system does is automatic and happens without us really knowing about it. The second part of the brain relevant here is the prefrontal cortex. This is the newer part of our brain that has developed over time and is used for planning, imagining, prioritising and decision making. It's where we do our more logical and rational thinking and is involved in, in these slower and more conscious processes. You could think of the limbic system as our emotional part of the brain and our prefrontal cortex as our rational or logical part of our brain. Now, our brain's main purpose is to help us to survive. If it feels like we're in danger, it will prepare our body to be able to fight or run away. This is an automatic response in our limbic system and is designed ultimately to protect us. It's what's known as the fight or flight response. You may have come across this term, though more accurately, this is actually the fear response. But unhelpfully, in my opinion, we label it as stress. But you can see, though, it is actually a really pretty helpful emotion when our survival is being threatened. So, for example, you know, if you imagine back to our prehistoric days, we were literally just trying to survive. One of the biggest threats to our survival were the predators, like saber-toothed tigers. If we came face to face with one, our limbic system would kick into action, tell us there's a threat and prepare our bodies to fight or run away. As I said, this was all going on under our conscious awareness. It happened so quickly and automatically. So why is this relevant to us today? There's no saber-toothed tigers lurking on our streets, right? (laughs) Well, maybe a few in our offices. (laughs) It's relevant because our brain cannot tell if a threat is real in the form of a saber-toothed tiger or perceived in the form of an unreasonable boss, an unending to-do list, a demanding team or demanding family. If we perceive an event to be threatening, the fear response will kick in and we're likely to get stressed. 
Because a lot of stress is caused by our perception of what something means, different people will therefore get stressed by different things because we all don't perceive things in the same way. I mean, think about restructures in organisations. For some people, this is a really, really worrying thing because they perceive it to mean that they're going to lose their job um, or will end up in a worse job. Whereas for someone else, the same event might create a more positive reaction of hope. They might feel more positively because actually they perceive it to mean an opportunity to change roles. Same event, different reaction. Which again indicates it's not what happens to us that causes how we feel. But moreover, it's our perception of what something means that causes how we feel and react. Let me say that again because it's really, really important. It's not what happens to you that causes how you feel, but it's your perception of what something means that causes how you feel. It's interesting to note here that a lot of stress is often related to work, whether that's job performance or job security, and I guess also the natural connection to our financial security. Well, apparently, perceived financial loss has actually been found to register in the same part of the brain as mortal danger. So so no wonder we find any threats to the security of our jobs pretty stressful. Okay, so why is this bit of information so useful? Well, to be able to deal effectively with stress, you need to be able to engage your prefrontal cortex, the logical part of your brain. However, when the limbic system is over aroused during the fear response, the ability of the prefrontal cortex to function is diminished it physically cannot work as well. This is known as emotional hijack. So we have to help the prefrontal cortex to kick back into action and sooner. And by the way, this is totally within our control. So (laughs) how do we get our prefrontal cortex to kick in when we're massively stressing out? Well, first and foremost, it's about self-awareness and spotting sooner when you've become hijacked by your emotions. To spot your signs sooner, you need to be really clear what your signs are. Now, signs of stress will show up in many different ways for different people, but you would generally find signs either in what you're thinking about, i.e. your thoughts, in your feelings, in your body, and in your behaviour. So have a look at your signs now. Let's have a think about it. Think back to a time when you know you were stressed, Maybe it was only recently. (laughs) Um, And start to list out the things you noticed were happening. Now, if you can't think of a time that's happened recently when you were stressed, then look out for times in the future now, from this point on, when you know you're feeling stressed and start to notice, again, what you're thinking about. How's your body feeling? What's your behaviour like, either with people or when you're on your own? And see if you can identify maybe two to three key things to look out for that can help you to recognise when you've next become emotionally hijacked or stressed. Okay, so here's a few points just to summarise what I've been talking about. Number one, stress is the name we give unhelpfully, in my opinion, to describe the fear response. Number two, when our limbic system is overly aroused in the fear response, it stops the rational part of our brain from functioning. And number three, to deal with stress more effectively, we first need to know what our signs of emotional hijack look like and then be able to spot them sooner.
So I hope you've enjoyed listening to what I believe is the most important piece of information you ever need to know about stress. In my 12-week online programme called Resilience Through Emotional Agility, I go more into what you can do once you've spotted your signs and how you can personally take back control and get your prefrontal cortex back in the game and back in the game sooner. My name's Steph Tranter and I'll see you again soon. See ya!